Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast. And as always, you've got me, uh, Tom. We've got Alex across the Zoom call. Say hello, Mr. Alex. Hello, Mr. Alex. <laughs> and um, we've got a treat in store this week because we are joined by um, Natasha from our um, training team at Excel. Um, Natasha, why are you here? It's a great question, Tom. Uh, well, firstly, thank you for having me. First time on one of these podcasts, so I'm very happy to be here. Um, so I work in learning design and delivery at Excel, uh, but most relevant is that um, I train resilience. So I am one of the um, certified resilience trainers. So I get to talk a lot about this topic. And on a personal note, i I like it as a topic too. You are a resilience geek, I would say. Just when, when we when we talk, you know, you could go on for ages about it, right? Yeah, it's probably best to just stop me if you need to, because I can talk <laughs> about this for much longer than we've got on this podcast. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And and obviously that is also um, signposting, which you will be aware of because you clicked on the link to listen to this. But today's podcast is all about resilience. And specifically, it's about, what the true impact of resilience is on on yourself uh, those around you and your teams but and also more businesses as a whole so they're the kind of key areas we're gonna we're gonna cover today so thanks for joining us today natasha to, to talk about it thanks for having me this week's podcast is all about that topic of resilience and specifically what is the true impact of developing your resilience so if you're a development person uh, a resilient person uh, what's the impact of that and then um filtering on into the teams and as a business if you become more resilient um what's that going to do what's the point of it um but we'll probably also need to define what we mean by resilience because it's a really hot topic i would say it's something people have been talking about for a number of years now but it's probably still not fully understood and there are different probably people uh, have different impressions of what it means to them um so we'll need to to just define what what we mean by it when we're talking about it in this context but it is a really important topic it is something that's covered by a lot of the big research companies out there deloitte do uh, a lot of reports on on well-being and, and resilience and i will quote directly from them for a second um because they call resilience a strategic imperative for a business and they do mean that in all contexts so in terms of having a resilient organization but also um that when you when you go down to looking at individuals they say that by considering employee resilience as an integral part of organizational resilience and accepting that well-being is essential to an organization's success businesses can withstand threats and enable their workers to both feel and perform at their best and the reason I'm kind of going into that now is to sort of say we're not talking about resilience as this kind of airy fairy wishy washy subject that that some people may think it is. We're talking about a topic here that's going to have a direct impact on performance and therefore business bottom line. So that is why we see it as something so important. So we'll pause for the jingle and then get into it. Awesome. So, Natasha. Yes. What 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 is resilience in your world? 
Uh, resilience is very much about being able to kind of handle life's challenges, um, but really come out better on the other side. I think a lot of people think about resilience and think, oh, it's whether or not I kind of handle stressful things and and whether or not I cope. Um, but coping is really only a, a part of it. It's also very much about learning from those challenging situations and being able to kind of apply that in your life going forward as well. It almost sounds negative saying coping, doesn't it? Whereas I guess what we're looking at here today is how to take good situations, but I guess more so when you have those bad situations, which are inevitable, how do you jump forward? How do you uh, become, what's the word? I don't want to say become better. I've just said it, but um, you know, how do you develop and, and become stronger for those experiences? Yeah, it's very much, uh, you know, at the time, it's not always the easiest thing to do, um, but certainly coming out of a difficult situation is understanding how you can grow from it, really. Um, coping is really kind of a baseline, um, but kind of going through challenging situations and coming out the other side even better is the ideal, but that's also uh, true resilience, really. Yeah, absolutely. And what were your thoughts, Al, when you started to pull this? Uh, content together yeah i mean my initial thought was how important the topic it is because i think something that we all know is that life has its highs and lows and they're never going to go anywhere like we're never going to get to a period of time where we never experience either so i think it's it's incredibly important to be equipped what i found as well through um research is that it's just incredibly important as well to be self-aware of your own strengths and weaknesses in regards to resilience um, because I do think by having that awareness and by developing your resilience, it could save you a lot of issues, maybe further down the line that you don't see coming. Cool. So the, the big chunks we wanted to cover today is what the impact is on yourself, others and teams uh, when, when you've developed your resilience. What we're not kind of going to spend ages on is talking about how to develop resilience. Albeit, I wondered, um, Natasha, if you could maybe just throw a through kind of big chunk thoughts in there and i know i'm putting you on the spot to anyone listening this was not pre-prepared so um i don't know if you've got any any thoughts on that or at least point people in some directions of of ways to develop resilience yeah so it sounds like a little unspecific um, but a big part of our resilience is very much our, our kind of mindset about stuff um there's so much research to show that you know stress has a negative impact on our body and our health but there's also research to show that how we perceive stress also impacts whether or not it affects us negatively so one of the key things about resilience is you know, how are you dealing with a situation? How are you approaching it? What's your mindset to it? And is there a way that you can change that for the better? And it's a skill, right? We're not talking about something, you know, some people may have a natural ability to to, to deal with, with stressful situations, uh, maybe more naturally than others. But we're not talking about something here that is innate in you. It's something that it's a skill. It's a muscle that can be worked on and developed. Absolutely. Um, and the, there's a lot to show as well. You know, the reason it's a skill that we as humans can become better that, at is 
because of neuroplasticity like our brains can learn how to do new things it can they can create like those new neural pathways so there is absolutely a way to not only get better at doing it as a skill but it also helps rewire our brain to continuously get better at doing it all the time so it's absolutely something that we can we can develop yeah I guess, you know, listening to content like this is a way just to, if you're a bit, a bit more aware of it is a good way to develop it. But, you know, there are a lot of programs and content out there. Um, and when, when we go into kind of why you do this, you know, I think you'll start to realise it's worth investing in programs to help uh, develop people's resilience and therefore uh, team resilience. Um, we never try to do the hard sell on here. It is something we we run regularly with clients. So um it, it's something that we could we can support on too so do know that resilience is not something you just get with time you know it is something you inevitably develop with time as a adult you can deal with more than a six-year-old generally um but you can push yourself uh, to be more resilient uh, through learning and development initiatives and just as Natasha says, being more mindful, being more cognizant of managing uh, those stresses and, and things that go through your brain, right? Absolutely. Awesome. So, Alex, we are working on some resilience uh, techniques. Um, how is that going to impact? How's that going to impact me? Anyone listening, if you've spent some time working on resilience, how's that going to impact you? Yeah, well, I think the key thing to preface it with is that it won't make you bulletproof. I think that's really important because, you know, obviously you're still going to feel emotions when bad things happen. But I just think it's crucial to remember that it will give you the confidence to to face up to those stresses and those things that have happened that are less than ideal and to have what you feel like you need to recover. Because I think it can be quite scary, obviously. Maybe we all know this at some point when something happens and you're you kind of don't see a way through or you find it really affects you on a day to day and, and even in some quite scary ways. Um, but it's quite handy to know that in life, whatever might happen to you, you'll get through it and come out a, a, a stronger person. Um, so I think that's what the crucial thing is for me when we were researching it was just about how it can really be great for your mindset to know that things will happen to me. That's a given, but I'll be fine regardless and better because of them. Yeah, I guess, you know, as a, as a as a baseline impact for you, it's just, yeah, as you say, being able to handle all those situations, um, super valuable and important and just makes life smoother, I guess. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, obviously there are other ways in terms of resilience but uh, to deal with things, but obviously it's about finding the healthiest way for yourself and, and yeah, not not any way that might also affect you in the long term. So obviously, as we know, like when when things happen, people find quick solutions to maybe make them feel better. But obviously, resilience is about finding that way that's that's good for you, but also will help you in the long term. And then, how, how about uh, individually in the workplace, uh, Natasha? I think it's always one of those things that we sometimes forget that we are humans, um, and that like we have a life outside of work, we have a life inside of work. Um, and sometimes like one of the things that I hear really, really commonly is when people really struggle with that work life balance um, or figuring out how to not let stress, stressful stuff at home um, kind of 
you know, stress them out at work and vice versa. Um, because stress just doesn't go in separate pots that you can all keep apart and, you know, figure out how to not be worrying about something in a different context. Um, but there's a lot of research to actually show that people who are more resilient actually find it easier to kind of draw those barriers and have those boundaries between work and their home life um, and allow themselves to leave work at work. Um, so that when they kind of go home and spend time with their family, they are they're all in, you know, their focus is there um, and they're not allowing stresses from different parts of their life to, to overwhelm them. But it's also that acknowledgement of, of not getting to that point of overwhelm, which is particularly helpful in the workplace because. You know, we have so many different people uh, that we work with. We have different stakeholders to manage. We maybe have to deal with unrealistic timelines or deadlines that are causing us to feel a lot of pressure. You know, how do you deal with all of that, especially if you've got other stressful things in your life or you're really tired or just generally you're not coping well? Um, being able to figure out how to problem solve and be constructive and do that even with a smile on your face uh, yeah. sometimes feels impossible on certain days but the more resilient you are the more that you can cope with all of those stressful things all of those things that are putting pressure on you you know regardless of how busy you are regardless of how stressful it is it becomes easier and easier to do that yeah I think that you know handling challenges with a smile on your face piece for me as a as a very task focused person and, and for anyone listening thinking about this in a pure business context you know everyone no matter what your job is has times where they put you under pressure and 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 there is stress coming in whether, whether it's um i don't know you you work in the commercial sector and there's I don't know the the stock's not coming through or you've got a really long queue at the checkout or or whatever you know that's a stressful situation or um if you're in our industry and we're trying to deliver a certain number of workshops then there's a there's a lot of things to go through to make sure they're all going to run smoothly that that's stressful but if you've developed your resilience at work then it you know panicking is never going to help any of those situations so it's that ability to to think calmly under pressure, which is a, it's a Clive Woodwardism, isn't it? The teacup, but it's, um, yeah, it, resilience is that ability to think calmly under pressure mm. um, and handle things without panicking. I'm repeating myself now because, you know, I'm wa waffling a bit. But but the point the point is there, right? Yeah, and that's and that is all absolutely true. And it is, I think, also sometimes about just not allowing stuff uh in and that's a that's kind of edging a little bit into emotional intelligence as well but you you know you you can find particularly when it's stressful at work that other people feeling stressed or reacting in a in a panicking way can really have an impact on on you as well um so that that is sort of edging into that more emotional intelligence side of things but there is also an element of resilience there if everyone around you is panicking are you the one kind of keeping a cool head and going, okay, here's how we handle this? Yeah. Because everyone needs that sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And that's also a lovely segue into the next section, which is 
you know the impact of resilience on, on others and your relationships and i guess that's the first one there is if you're resilient uh, again whether this is personally or, or in a workplace and you remain calm under pressure then that that's infectious uh, mm. what, what what is the uh there's a word to describe that which i've forgotten now oh emotional contagion uh, emotional contagion that's the one yeah. um so if you're panicking and running around like a headless chicken, everybody else around you is likely to feel in a similar way. So if you're the one that can stay calm, equally those around you stay calm. Um, so I guess that's one impact on on the impact of those around you and relationships. Um, Alex, what, what kind of other things uh, come in here? Yeah, so I, I was thinking when we were doing this about hesitation, about how with greater resilience, you're less potentially hesitant towards um certain things in the world around us because you're kind of less fearful of the potential repercussions of things going wrong and i think when it comes to relationships and other people i think that you're therefore because you know you're, you're feeling a bit stronger about um your place in the world and and the things that can happen in the world and your reaction to them you're opening yourself up a bit more i think and i think that also helps when it comes to because not every personal relationship always goes perfectly your ability to deal with um, the stresses and conflicts and, and potential problems that appear in relationships rather than, you know, just potentially giving up and, and starting again with other people. Um, so I think it starts within yourself. I think it starts within your your want to, to communicate with others. Um, and then I think it goes on to then when you're in relationships with people, your ability to maintain um, deeper relationships due to, again, just your your potential to to work through anything that might come up because of your greater ability to uh, to be resilient to them um which then ultimately yeah just builds greater trust beyond uh, between people support and and ultimately respect yeah any anything else you want to throw in there uh, natasha i think for me it is just the impact on other people that a resilient person has which is obviously a very positive one even if even if we don't know 100% how to be resilient all the time. I can guarantee anyone listening to this knows someone who is resilient. They, they, We can recognize that in other people. And it sounds like a big word to use, but people who are super resilient are really inspirational to other people because we see how that person behaves and think, I I want to do that. I want to be able yeah, to handle sure. that situation that way. Like, I love how they responded to it. I wish I could do that. And like you said earlier, resilience is a skill. We absolutely can. Sometimes we are that people, that person for other people. Sometimes other people are that person for us. But the more we have that impact on others, the more we can kind of spread that good level of resilience. And sometimes it is just about helping people be aware this is how you can respond to a situation like that you know sometimes we get caught up in the way that we naturally respond to things which isn't always the most positive way and just allowing other people to see more resilient behaviors is just going to really help embed that in other people when they see the way it can be done i guess you could reel off all the kind of you know if you try to reel off the top 10 i know business entrepreneurs out there right now you know you'd reel off names like elon musk richard branson um i don't know there are a thousand others jeff bezos whoever 
you know they all talk about how they're they've got to where they are through hundreds of failures and we talk about failures a lot on this podcast and resilience i guess you know an easy way to think of the resilience for them is they see a failure as a learning opportunity to move on they, they didn't give up um and you know elon musk's famous for getting what 120 million or something out of selling his first venture and then literally putting every penny into the next venture the next day you know so there's resilience there it's the ability to take that risk as well so you can take risks if you're a resilient person Mm. Um, so yeah absolutely completely agree and I, I I guess again as a as a segue into the the impact on teams um is kind of what you were saying there as well Natasha around you know if you've got Branson at the head of your organization and you can see that resi- that that resilience in him and his ability to handle things like businesses failing or, or whatever and how he does it calmly you know as an organization as a whole that's gonna impact you that's gonna impact how you react to things yeah there's definitely uh there's definitely going to be an element of you know someone who is resilient having a positive impact on people around them when you bring more of that into a team everyone has the opportunity to be a leader regardless of what their role is in their team and if the more people there are who are kind of leading by that positive example, the more it's going to kind of create this, this positive cycle. You know, there are more people behaving in resilient ways. That's very inspirational to the people around them. That encourages more people to uh, continue behaving in that way. They know that, you know, generally the vibe, the culture in that team is we're problem solvers. We make things happen. We find ways around challenges. And the more there is in in a, in a team of that kind of attitude, the more that will continue. And, you know, there is a lot of research to show that that equals high performance. For sure. Uh, I, if you throw in loads of the kind of, you know, business buzzwords that fly around at the minute, but the ones that matter, that that are real, you know, you want you you want businesses that can handle change that can mm. face uncertainty uh, going forward in this kind of uncertain world. You want innovation within a business. Um, we've talked previously about psychological safety, the ability to talk up and feel comfortable in talking up. You know, resilience underpins like all of these things. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense if there's change, if there's a challenge, if there's something that comes up. If there's a team or an organization full of people who go, oh, well, we've never done anything like this before. None of us have a clue how to deal with it. Well, of course, that team isn't going to have the same results as a team or organization full of people who go, oh, this is new. OK, um, well, what can we do differently? Like, how can we find a way around this? OK, I'm good at this, you know, leveraging skills, figuring out how to be proactive about something. And that's one of the real keys of of really a really good level of resilience. Humans are naturally quite reactive, but the more proactive you become, the more resilient you become and you feel better about being proactive about something. And all of a sudden you're solving problems, you're getting results. And that just kind of continues, like I said, in that cycle. 
Mm-hmm. Then you become more confident in what you're capable of as well. And that's going to really help with your resilience too. Yeah, confidence, another business buzzword that that matters, you know, so 100%. Any other thoughts to throw in the mix, Al? No, I I was just thinking about yeah when you it's quite it's quite an exciting equation, isn't it? When you think about the the headings that we've covered, I mean, when you think about greater resilience in yourself, everything that gives you, then how it translates to everyone else, then bringing that together in a team in a business setting, that's that's quite an exciting mix, and I think it it shows like you say how resilience underpins everything and how it's definitely a worthwhile thing to invest in, especially you know looking at how quickly business. Um, you know, in terms of industries and, and the world around a business can change. Um, yeah, having a team that's adaptable, full of people that are resilient is is a great superpower to have in, in any industry. I feel like we're going to have to draw this to a close um, because we don't want these podcasts too long. However, I feel like we're just scratching the surface here. You know, <laughs> yeah. just, just trying to say the importance of resilience and, and full disclosure to anyone listening um, the full head office team at Excel went through a resilience program delivered by um, the wonderful Natasha uh, about a month ago now. So there's all sorts of thoughts popping in my brain of stuff that she covered with us when we went through it um, that we'd love to bring in here. So I feel like um, both of you, this needs to be podcast number one on this topic. Um, I'd like to explore it more, maybe some more into those mechanisms of of how to work that resilience muscle um, to get all the benefits that we've mentioned today so you, if, you, if you're up for it that is yeah I mean is it possible to plug things that don't exist yet but <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're definitely working beyond this blog so yeah there, there is more stuff coming um, so yeah this is definitely just an introduction into the topic yeah and if you can't wait long as ever you know where we are um, if you want to chat with with one of us about um the, the, the implications on the business then you know where we are and there will be more stuff coming so head over to the website and check it out final thoughts natasha i am in agreement with you tom we are barely scratching the surface um i love resilience i think it's a fascinating topic and there is always more to learn always alex yeah uh exactly the same i think having been through the resilience training and having my eyes opened and jaw to the floor uh, moments. I, I'm very much looking forward to creating some content and getting some stuff out there to talk about that will also do the same for others too. So uh, yeah, first of many, I'm excited. I'm going to say final thoughts was a Jerry Springer thing and then thought anyone sit, listening to this less than 30 years old will have no idea what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> On Jerry Springer, don't they just end up throwing chairs at each other and stuff as well? Well, that was that. I mean, a little bit, not quite as, as much as Jeremy Kyle for those in the UK. <laughs> yeah. was, but, you know, um, cut from the same cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they could have done with some resilience on that from those programs, actually. So, uh, yeah, they go <laughs> tie it back. Well, right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. There'll be uh, another one coming up within the next uh, week or two. Um, Sorry they're not as regular as maybe we set out to do, but hey-ho. It's more of a surprise. Everyone loves a surprise, right? Absolutely, yeah. Why not? It's always a surprise when we do one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening and uh, speak to you soon.